Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. Sorry, a little delay there. I caught him there. You did. That's right. All right, so we are continuing on our uh, new plan that we are advertising for ALC for 2021. This is awesome. Uh, This is, I think, probably both of our favorites so far of just about any through the year Bible plan. Which is quite a thing. If you catch a couple of pastors saying, oh my goodness, I've never seen anything quite like this. Uh, Honestly, that's significant. I've never finished the through the year Bible in an actual year. Really, I've never been able to contain it to uh-huh. the actual year period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it always extends, yeah. or it, it'll, there'll be a break, and I'll have to catch back up with it. Right. Uh, and so, one of the things that I like about this is that it's splitting it into two month segments. Right. Right. That, that gives you little, you know, place markers along the way. Yeah. That to me makes it feel a lot more attainable, mm-hmm. and gives you a sense of accomplishment uh, in the middle. And it's not mediocrity. It is, it's a big deal to read through a sixth of the Bible in two months. It's a big deal. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of Bible. Yeah. So. And, and uh, a lot of, a lot of people struggle with this because it's a lot of content and they struggle to take that content and then bring it down to personal application. Yeah. Well, then the cool thing about this devotional is it's going to make that easy. Yes. Just answer the questions. It's true. And if you don't get them all answered, that's okay. If you yeah. get stuck on whatever, that's okay. Just yeah. answer the questions. And it, it's pulling these themes because one of the, you know, I have friends that are in ministry that their hard thing is um, with a lot of these plans is they're taking you. New Testament, Old Testament, back and forth. Yeah, right. And I think there's some strategy to a mm-hmm. lot of those plans, sure, obviously, yeah. but they don't have this type of feedback with the reflective questions. Right. And it, it can be easy to miss those major themes. Absolutely. And feel like you're just hopping back and forth. So one of the biggest things, I, I'm almost a couple weeks into this plan already. Yeah. Uh, and one of the biggest things I've already noticed is that they are very much... They're not. They're not trying to color your perspective. Mm-hmm. They're just pointing out very obvious themes that run through Scripture. Yeah, that's and right. It's awesome. Let's tackle one of those themes today. So now this is still from day one, um, devotional. And I think for today, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to look at the Scripture that they gave. Let's discuss how we answered the question, but then also the strategy we use to answer the questions in our own personal devotions. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is from Psalm 1. So in your reading, it would be it would take you to read Psalm 1, which is a very short psalm, mm-hmm. but a very meaningful psalm. Yes. And if you read Psalm 1, then you come back and answer the question, in what ways are the righteous and the wicked contrasted? Mm. Okay? Now, let's answer the question, then mm-hmm. let's go through and describe what that might have looked like in our own personal devotions. And the reason being is, for the staff, what we're going to do is we're going to take one mm-hmm. question per week and mm-hmm. publicly comment it so that we can see each other's answers. The rest mm-hmm. of them will be private devotions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So um, how would you answer that question? In what ways are the righteous and the wicked contrasted? And then how did you do that personal mm-hmm. devotion like I see a little journal yeah, right here. Yeah, Tell, describe what that whole process looks like. Absolutely. Well, the first thing I noticed was that in Psalm 1, he doesn't waste a lot of time describing what the sinner looks like. The mm. majority of it is describing what the righteous man looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, the my personal favorite of this part is starting in verse 3. It says, He is like a tree, this is the righteous man, planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and all that he does, he prospers. And so you have this image of this rooted tree 
that has everything that it needs to sustain because it's positioned right, it's producing fruit, it's doing all of these things. And then it contrasts it with the wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. And so very plainly, righteous people are not surrounded by wickedness. Mm. Not wicked people, but wickedness. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not uh, influenced by sin or influenced by um, poor decisions. It doesn't mean that we don't mess up. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it's saying is, when you're rooted and you have that constant sustain, that river that's close by, you will always be producing fruit. Sinners just get blown to and fro by their circumstances. Which let me tell you, just in my mind, here's what rooted is so simple. Mm-hmm. Rooted simply means this. I've got an ongoing relationship with the Mm -hmm. Lord because I'm doing my daily devotionals. Mm -hmm. I've got an ongoing relationship with my local church. Mm -hmm. um, And and I'm in a small group where I'm becoming vulnerable with people. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing the preached word of God. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you do those things, basically you're going to be rooted. Now, I tell you what rooted does not mean. (laughs) Pre-pandemic, the the average committed Christian was going to church once per month and calling themselves rooted. I'm sorry, but if that was you, you are jazzed, (laughs) which the wind drives away. There's no way you can be rooted and be a once per month Christian. It's true. And in my, uh, so to describe what I do, um, I have a paper journal. I do better with paper, paper and a pen. I have colored pens that mean different things when I'm writing. Right now, I'm just using two colors. It just helps me visualize what I'm doing. Um, and we, then we've discussed that mm-hmm. one of the reasons I'm I went back to paper mm-hmm. is that so much of my work is now digital yep. that it helped me to separate my devotions out into mm-hmm. paper. Absolutely. Handwriting in in a journal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. So um, I handwrite. I actually write out the questions um, because when I want to go back, I look over my past devotions. Mm -hmm. Um, When I'm needing encouragement, I want to be able to see distinct, oh, this was the question that I was answering. This is the passage that I read, and this is the answer that I wrote. Mm -hmm. And whether I wrote a good answer or not a good answer. (laughs) (laughs) What was I thinking that morning? What was I thinking? What was going on? (laughs) And you try to, man, I sound sound whiny today. What is going on? Um, And to be able to go back and look at that. But that's part of the perk of doing it on paper Mm -hmm. is I can look, and I, I date all of my things um, and so n- my wife and I, we just went through a journey of dealing with infertility. And now my wife is five months pregnant and we're going through all of this stuff. Um, and it's really cool. We were actually just talking about it the other day. You know, I'd like to think that my future children and future grandchildren would be interested in this, even if they're not. I'm going to have all of these catalogs of my thoughts and scripture readings and all these things that people can physically tangibly go back and look at and mm-hmm. read through and they'll get a little glimpse in my mind there might have been a couple angry devotions back in there um <laughs> a, few, a few a few passive aggressive ones um but it it shows the process that it and for myself it mm-hmm. shows the process that god has taken mm-hmm. me through yeah so we wanted you to have a feel for this is what one of our devotions looks like we mm-hmm. we kind of do them very similarly. I think Pastor Jerry probably journals out more than I do, mm-hmm. uh, but but I I still I'm using a paper journal and mm-hmm. I I also am writing out the questions mm-hmm. and then giving short answers to them, mm-hmm. um, and uh, 
and so we are just finding this really, really valuable. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in what ways are the righteous and the wicked contrasted? I just, I had the same stuff going on in me, and I was writing down, man, the righteous are planted, mm-hmm. and they are bearing fruit because mm-hmm. they're planted. Say that last part again. Uh, they're bearing fruit because <laughs> they're planted yeah. in such a practical way. Yeah. What way? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This, this is a simple thing. Maybe you feel like you're not bearing fruit. Mm. Are you planted? Oh, boy. You're not happy with the results of your life. You're not happy with what's going on. Maybe you're planted in the wrong place, or maybe you're not planted at all. Yeah, and the beauty of that is if that's you, God is giving you an opportunity with the precious that's gift right. of repentance, which means you get to start over mm-hmm. and get yourself planted by yeah. by. Yeah, joining a small group mm-hmm. and and getting around people, start, yes. starting to become just a planted person in the local church that God has placed you in, mm-hmm. and all of that will change. Thank you for joining us today. ALC is moving forward, and we are having in-person services. Join us at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings for worship, teaching, and fellowship. Community has been our lifeline during the pandemic, and our house churches are continuing to meet. For more information about our services, live streams, and house churches, please visit our website at Abundant.us.